Hey guys, welcome to That Game Show, the show that talks about all the stuff in the nerd world and all the stuff in between. I am your host, Chase Bunker. Joining me today, he is the half-Asian sensation. It's Curtis Coe. Hello, everyone. And one name to rule them all, it's Murph Murphy. How's it going, guys? And Player 4 is not here, Daniel Clegg, because he didn't add credits to the machine in time. So, oh. that's <laughs> a nice little exactly. gaming pun. If you don't like it, eh, it's a work in progress. Uh, thank you guys very much for joining us. Whether you're watching us on twitch.tv slash kbhspike or you're listening to us via podcast or watching us on YouTube, thank you for making us a part of your day. Uh, got lots to talk about, including Final Fantasy VII footage, some Overwatch stuff, um, and we'll talk about we'll overreact to Batman Superman in just a second. But first. Um, if I seem a little bit fra- like rushed today, I have a good reason behind it, and that is because what reason is it? Um, I I got I I had to work earlier today, and I normally don't work on Tuesdays anymore because I hate that I have to like rush from work to get here, and I, I'm I get frazzled. And when I pulled in, a Lamborghini pulled into my apartment complex. Mind, mind oh you, boy. a Lamborghini that's lowered as well. So, yep, first yep. off, I I'm wondering. And so, at, one, at the first point, I want ask myself, like, why is there a Lamborghini at this, like, area? Because this isn't really a rich neighborhood. And I felt what? I was more pissed off because my apartment complex, like, I'm not kidding. To get to my apartment, it takes <laughs> eight, you go past, like, eight to ten speed bumps. And... Oh, good lord, how he was, he or she is like approaching the speed bump. It's like. And he like, he'd pause or, or she at the top and then just like would slowly let it down and had to do this eight times. It took me five minutes to get from the opening gate of my apartment complex to get to my apartment. And as like at that point, it's like. Ooh. You know what? This is why you can't have nice things because you can't. Like, why would you take this? And of course, he had the tra- he or she, because you know, quality had to like go the same distance as I did. So now this Lamborghini person thinks I'm stalking them, and also the fact that I have to sit behind him. I can't just like go past him. Me, my car is like boom, boom, whatever, because you know, f the police. I'm gonna do whatever I want over speed bumps, and uh, it was just so frustrating and frazzling. Like, oh, good <laughs> lord. But it was the first time I, I ever I saw Lamborghini. Ask a quick question. Quick uh-huh. question. What's Please up? Please tell me you heard this, the lovely scraping sound. Oh, did I? As it rolled over. Because, like, <laughs> I just turned... I, I, I had to punch in my gate code because, you know, the person in front of me doesn't know the gate code. And my window's still down. And over the first speed bump, which you get right inside the gate... <laughs> It was like, oh, good lord. It was like, it was, I'd rather listen to Nails on a Chalkboard or Nicki Minaj than listen to that again. Hey. I like some Nicki Minaj. No, you don't. Don't don't lie to yourself. Don't pander to that audience. Don't don't try to. Okay. People who like, I look, I, as the older I get, the more I'm liking pop music. So that just means, uh, old people, your pop music was crap. I don't know how to take that, but which granted, you're older than I am, so I, I, that's, a, that's a funny thing because 
I've noticed that too. I'm enjoying pop music a little bit more now than I did when I was younger. It's very strange to me because I'm not. I, I think pop music is just better. I think uh, that's what it is. I, I mean, let, let's let's <laughs> watch the statement here because, like, pop music in like the late '90s, early 2000s was good. And I think it Let's just like not lie to ourselves. Bye bye bye. Thong song. Living la vida loca. I want it that way. Sugar, Sugar Ray. Sugar. Oh man, Sugar yeah, none Ray. None of those are good songs. Ah, oh, Sugar. You don't like a good the, Sugar Ray? All them are the, the... old, mm-hmm. old, old Murph man. Oh is, man, uh, calling out nineties. Nineties sucked, huh? Yeah, honestly, best thing. I mean, nobody had cell phones. The internet was slow. <laughs> Like what? No, this '90s nostalgia is bullshit. <laughs> oh, man. man, look at Murph here. Murph showing well, his age. There it is. I mean, '80s nostalgia is worse. But '80s had great metal. Nature. But anyways, I'll at least throw the fact that what? '80s, like music-wise, like rock-wise, was incredible. They did. They did have Queen. That was the Queen era, wasn't it? Mm, '70s and '80s. It was more '70s. Was it? Right. Yeah. But. Like late, like I think in the eighties, yeah, Queen. Anyways, um, all right. So let's do a new segment that well, it's kind of new, even though we always do it a lot. It's called "Let's Overreact." This week, it's the Batman Superman trailer. (laughs) Which, um, if you watched Jimmy Kimmel Live, you saw the unveiling of the new Batman Superman trailer, and also there was another like teaser clip on the internet as well. Um, the trailer showed, um. Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent having a nice little interaction. Oh, hey, there's Lex Luthor. Um, showed them fighting. And then Doomsday, Wonder Woman, end of trailer. Um, that mm-hmm. was pretty much it. And it's getting a little oh, bit of an outcry for spoilers, which... Eh. All right, so pretty much, guys, I, I let's overreact. I... What do you guys think of the trailer right now? We'll start it off with Curtis. You know, I the more I watch it, the more comfortable I actually get with it. And now I know a lot of people are crying about spoilers. Mm-hmm. All right. But <laughs> I think people are underestimating how how well this movie has to do. Okay. This this is a make or break movie for Warner Brothers. Yeah. They want you to know what you're getting when you walk in that front door. And I think in that aspect is a really smart move to show more than less in this case. We know what the villain is. We know that that villain is ugly as heck. It doesn't look good. But we already know that going in. And I think that's the best thing they could have done. They said, well, you know, maybe maybe we don't like this as well as it as we could have, but... You know, at least let's go ahead and show people what it looks like so they're not quite as freaking out when they go into the theater and give us, like, crazy bad reviews. They can still hate how it looks, but at least they knew it going in. I think it's actually a really smart move, and you know what? I actually am a little more excited for it after that trailer. I mean, (laughs) not, like, Marvel excited, but I'm still, like, a little bit more willing to, I guess you could say, look over some of the more major flaws of the movie. Murph? So, I guess I'm not really overacting. So, there were, there were two trailers that came out this week, and one right. was Civil War, and the other, well, not this week, whatever. In this yeah, in, in news, this our, our, our news cycle, put it that way. Yeah. Um, Good choice of words. I think that this trailer is a 
better trailer. I agree. I'm less excited for this one though. But ooh, and I'm I'm I've got it on silent and I'm kind of just rewatching it and there is an ugly CG Batman. That oh, was, with uh, like the yep. bat, the little yeah. like him on the wall and like him like like yes. grappling hook. Yeah. yeah, like that's that's such a that, bad that, scene. That's a that's I mean it's an iconic scene though. That's why they had it there. Though. Right, but I mean, if you're gonna do CG, you got the money. Yeah, right. right. Um, like that, of, and the the Batman part, the scene where he rips Superman rips off the Batmobile doors, like that. You can obviously tell that like it's CG. And it's, yeah. All right, continue. Right. Um, but go ahead, go ahead, Murph. No, like, uh, what is it? But. I'm not so like, and I was having this conversation with my wife, and and like we're gonna we're gonna see the uh, yeah what is it the event or Civil, Civil War, War. Yeah. night elf, but we, I don't we didn't even see Superman, and we're kind of like that's kind of uh kind of how my excitement level. It's not <laughs> like Man of Steel so wasn't like, Ma- Man of Steel was good. Seen. I haven't seen it. Like I don't really feel any like compulsion to see it. I, I don't think it was a bad movie, but I don't think it was the Iron Man to the Marvel. Right. Okay, you know what I mean. It, that, it, that's it, fair. It was, that's fair. That, that's what I'm getting at. Is is it, it? It had its really good moments. There were some really good early moments. The part where he's like a waiter, and you know, with the truck, and yeah. the, that's yeah. a really good scene, really strong scene. And then they had some later scenes that I did not find. Yeah. Too. The thing is, I think you will be hard pressed to find someone who's not seen Avengers, or at least some of the Avengers. I think you could still find a couple of people who haven't seen Superman. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. I and but and, but and here's weird. The weird thing is, the Batman movies, the Dark Knight movies, mm-hmm. like that. I would put them at the same level of, as the Avengers. Correct. I'm not going to put, even though this is a. Like this is this is a movie that has Batman in it. It's not a Batman movie. I think it might be more of a Batman movie than you think it is. I it, I, I, I could see it I being more of a Batman movie. But uh, <laughs> plus, I, like I, I've seen every Batman movie from correct. But I truly, even even the Clooney's. Truly believe this is actually from Batman's perspective. Batman is the main character, with Clark Kent being kind of a secondary main character. Right. I think you, watching the movie, you will see this from more of Bruce Wayne's perspective because he's more relatable. In this instance, he's scared of an alien force taking over his planet. Yeah, like, like I think I like. I'm going to like the first part of this movie better than the second part because the. Batman v Superman is obviously in like the first part yeah. where they, you know, like Batman's trying to like do the whisper campaign and we're worried about Superman being a god. And then the second part of this movie is they fight uh, exploding eyes. <laughs> so I actually had an interesting thought. And the first thing I thought when Doomsday jumped out is it wasn't Doomsday, it was Bizarro. Like, that was the first thing that struck me. Is like, oh, well, he looks a little weird. I wonder if he's Bizarro, and that's how their take on him, and it's not Doomsday. My my first, like, real inclination is like, oh, Croc. And then, like, laser eyes. Like, oh, wait, no. <laughs> that's it's not, not Croc. It's not Croc. Croc can't do that. So, sorry. Chase, what, um, what did you think about the trailer? 
Well, um, I, I like the trailer, and I think it, it did get me more excited. I love the interaction between, in that first sequence, between Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne. Like, yes. that is my Jared Leto moment for Suicide Squad. Like, this is, like, the sequence I can watch for ten minutes because it's literally, like, the no BS, like, I know who you are, you know who I are, but it's, you know, it, I know what I said, by the way. That's, that's and like, so... No, no. I, um, I, I agree with you. Yeah, and so, like, they, they pretty much just, like, had this... You like it immediately like, built up the tension. I thought like the CGI was a little bit poor, like that that batarangs or the bat the grappling hook scene. It's like ugh. Um, I looked at it and like when people yeah, well, said, "Oh, it has major spoilers," and it's like it, it does, but at the same time it doesn't because if you were following along, you immediately knew all these things. You immediately knew that like okay, Batman and Superman were going to fight, but then eventually they're going to team up. You knew that. Um, Doomsday was going to come in. You knew that Wonder Woman was going to come in. And so it was like, these aren't new things. So all they did was uh, showed really a knew. little bit more stuff. It's like, they didn't... I didn't know about Doomsday, to be honest. It's been kind of circling for a while that Doomsday was going to be. In. Yeah. Okay. Or some big bad was going to bring them right. together. Yeah. So we knew some big bad was going to to bring them together. And Doomsday is actually, you know, it's a credible threat. Yeah. Yeah, and it like we we knew that was kind of going to happen. So it's like it's one of those like even if you think about it, like they did show a lot, but at the same time, like they showed us stuff that we already knew. It's not like you know, mm. oh, Civil War. What I'm so surprised that Tony Stark and Captain America are fighting, and like they show us that fighting sequence against Iron yeah. Man. It's like, oh, that's a spoiler. <laughs> it's like, no, we knew that was going to happen. So <laughs> it has to happen. It, yeah, and. It, and so, like, I feel like people, like, overreacted a little bit on that. But then again, it's called Let's Overreact. And so that's what me overreacting on other people saying spoilers. But I did get more excited for it. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. But you are absolutely right. Like, this is a make-or-break movie with this. Because apparently yes. Aquaman's going to be in this movie oh, at some yeah. point. We don't know about that, which I think the less, like, the less we Flash. know about that, the better. Flash is apparently supposed to be in this. Like, there's apparently supposed to be a lot of people in this. Cyborg. <laughs> And so at that point, yeah. like, I don't mind not seeing the others. I at least saw Wonder Woman. She didn't talk, which, I mean, I, I kind of okay with that because, like, I wanted to know how she got in more than what she sounds like. So I like that. I like the little interaction of, Correct. she come with you? I thought she came with you or something. Like, no. whoever said it. But either way, like, yes. it's still a good line. And... You kind of know that, like, okay, it's I mean, called Batman yeah. Superman Dawn of Justice. Because why? Justice League happens because of this. Yeah. So we yeah, can't This is be the surprised. first of three Justice League movies, right? For yeah. Everyone can, like, I don't know that, but, like, come on, right? Can, can we talk about how interesting that line is, though, actually? The Wonder Woman line is like, is she with you? No, I thought she was with you. I think that's, that's actually really a good... I, I think that's a really strong note to hopefully that Wonder Woman is an independent character and she's not just yes. brought in by one of them to fight the other one. Just by re having read some recent JLA reboots, like it generally that's how she's whatever, right? Correct. But that's just good. It's good. Right. It's good to see she's not just a random love interest. Yeah. Right. And um, what is it? 
one I'm going to comment on the, the Wonder Woman costume. I like that it's you can tell it's still a classic Wonder Woman design, but it's not the American flag. Correct. Monkey's bathing suit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> can we? It, it reminded me of Xena Warrior Princess. It does a lot. It that's, does. That's where you got to go though with that. Yeah. But unless you go with the the flag, and I like I never understood the appeal of the American flag, flag yeah. Wonder like. Like, all right, comic book nerds, you really like for people who care about like continuity and comics making sense. <laughs> that was something that people seem to like just give a pass. Do you think that Linda Carter makes a cameo in this movie? Uh, well, that would be that would be cool. I'd be okay with this. I'd, I'd be also okay be okay that. if Christian Bale randomly just walked past the screen as well. That would be yeah. funny. <laughs> I want look. I just want Christian no. Bale to like. Like, read a newspaper, seeing the Batman go, what a freak. And then just, like, throws the newspaper away and walks away. That could be his yeah. entire line. I, you, know, you know what I and want? I'll take it. What do you want? Yeah, man, you, uh, you know what? I want, I want George Clooney in the background, but they want, I want them to turn up the air conditioning. And, oh, uh, so oh his, no. <laughs> so his no. nipples just through his shirt. And then, uh, and then uh, Ben Affleck just says, hey, a little cold in here, Clooney. And then just walks away. I want that, that's that's my that's my cameo. That's what I want. I want a table of all the old Batman just sitting there drinking coffee in the background. Yes, that would be I, that's yeah, I mean that's an expensive table. That is it an is, expensive table. It would be worth the price of admission. I want yeah. Jim Carrey to like read the newspaper and go riddle me this: if Superman's an alien, where did he come from? And that's his only line. That would be good. I would dig all of these things. Uh, I um, mean, hey, it'll be a movie. We'll see if it's a good movie, right? I, I hope it is, because... Like, I, like I with, it has too. Zack Snyder, which yeah, yeah, Zack okay. Snyder, like, he's... Like, he did great with 300. He, for some reason, made Legend of the Guardians. And then he, like, he... Let's, was, let's be clear. Okay. Let's be clear about 300. I ain't, I'm not watching that for the story. In fact, all the talky bits were the worst part of that movie. This is also true. <laughs> I'm probably, but I am also one of the few people who are like, look, let's. We need a couple more action sequences in, in 300. Like, okay, let's actually <laughs> let's be honest so for a second. Fun. That 300 is probably like the most manliest movie, like ever. But it also has like the most <sighs> men with like the skimpiest clothing in it. You know, I think that's that is part part of being a man, and you've got to. If you're not comfortable with that, I think you're not a man. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's the Greeks. Come on, now, the Spartans. I I just think you know that's that movie. Well, hold on. There's all sorts of weirdness with that. And if you really yeah. want to get into the politics of that movie, like, oh no! Stuff, Speaking of politics, somebody brought this up, and it's so true. Sure. The movie Predator produced two governors. It's very true. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, we yeah, got been, uh, Arnold and then Jesse Jesse Jackson? Ventura and Jesse Ventura, not Jesse, Jesse Jackson. Ventura, yeah. Different person. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Um, speaking of movies, um, yeah. Uh, what was it? The director of Gods of Egypt came out and said that he was sorry for like the amount of white people that they hired. <laughs> And then it's like we, and then <laughs> yeah. somebody mentioned no. There's this, and then somebody else mentioned Aloha, and I didn't know this because I think if I knew this, I wouldn't have bought that movie yeah. in the summer movie draft. Emma Stone 
Emma Stone, white, red hair, plays a Filipino woman. She's supposed to be no. She's supposed to be half. She's supposed to be half. No, she's... No. Is she a full blown? I, I think I she's she supposed to be, to be full, man. but, like, like still... No, Emma Stone is not half, is no, not no, 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 half no, no, no. in, okay. in any way. Really quickly, I, I want to share an anecdote with everybody, right. since I am half Asian, and so... This Look, is you can't really talk, then. You're only half. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I have cousins who are quarter Asian. Yeah, yeah. They look white. I'm going to okay. be They look white. Um, that's a really easy way to get around the issue. Say they're quarter Asian. You could probably get away with a lot of things. You say they're half Asian. They look something like me. Well, rightly, I, I mean, in the idea is... I can look, make a joke, like, but Asian no, I don't want to... just don't get enough that's representation right. in, in Hollywood and, and just in general. And here you, you're taking an explicitly Asian part... And casting it as Emma Stone, Lily White, and Emma Stone. Uh, Jackie Chan consists of half the Asian actors in America. Like, let's be real about this. And the other half is Jet Li. Isn't Jackie? I mean, he's pushing seventy, right? Yeah, he's getting. No, he's in his sixties. I I think he's like just starting on his sixties. I don't think he's quite in the seventies yet. Whatever he can't I mean, age because he's still got to be the watched, Shadow so Clan. Before I heard about all the whole uh, gods of Egypt being uh, having white, like before I seen the news articles, I watched the trailer, and like I like, man, those are some white people fighting. Yeah, those are <laughs> some I, I white people fighting. Too, but you know what? But that nobody, movie, n- nobody in that movie has a tan. Let me say that. Yes, it, they they do have um, <laughs> the guy who plays. Uh, oh shoot, what's his name? Jamie Lannister. Playing mm. Horus, I believe. Is that correct? I, yeah, I right. don't. It's just there's there's crazy Dragon no. Ball Z guys jumping around. Okay, now let me give like you these snake people. Let me give you these choices for the worst. Uh, we'll call it whitewashing. What is the worst? Okay. Dragon oh, Ball Z. I already know. Prince of Persia, Gods of Egypt. No, worse than that. Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh. <laughs> Oh yeah! That's, oh that's yeah! Pretty, and the worst part is it was by an Asian yeah. director. In my Shyamalan? Like, yeah, he's Indian. Dude, oh, I think he said he was Asian. It's like uh, I'm pretty sure he's yeah, not. He's, he's just technically he, part. He, of, anyway, anyway, not technically is. Yeah, <laughs> I remember there Some was that race issue, Indian, and they were saying like, uh, oh, he's portraying Indian like, like Indians as bad as like. Wait, isn't he also Indian? He cast it that way. It's yes. like, what were you thinking? Oh, oh boy, it's like, man. oh man, it, uh, it's like almost the equivalent of I don't know if you guys remember this skit from Saturday Night Live. It was with John, like it was supposed to be John McCain around the time when John McCain was facing Barack Obama, and okay. they had the quote most sarcastic voiceover guy ever. And so they're like, one of the things was, Barack Obama wants to get universal health care. That's for the whole universe, including Osama bin Laden. Do we really want health care for Osama bin Laden? And John McCain's like, what, what is this? Like, well, it, he does technically want universal health care for everybody. And they're like, oh, that, that is true. Uh, I'm John McCain, and I approve this message. And then another one's like, well, what are we going to do now? It's like, well, we're just going to put um, – just pictures of Michael Vick, Plexico Burris, uh, like all these like black like famous people that are like all they've been to jail. And it's like wow, we're going there on this one. It's like they're just saying that you know he he's you know 
he shares the same complexion. Like that, that is also technically true. Uh, I'm John McCain. I approve this message. <laughs> and that's what it just kind of sounded like with the whole like av- the last Airbender, not Avatar, different movie. Last Airbender, which is apparently getting a sequel. That's getting a sequel. Hey, he wants to do it. No, Cameron. Yeah, no, Cameron. He that was his vision was always a trilogy. No, 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 no. no last really Airbender. Wants it. Oh, yes. well, yeah, that's not happening. No, yeah, he really wants it, but Paramount is kind of holding it in front of his nose, kind of deal. For what? What are they? What, he um... actually, what, what did he make? The one that was just recently about the grandparents. Uh, and the that visit. one actually did really well. The visit, the visit. did well, and it actually did pretty mm-hmm. well, and it was by him. I'm not saying it's a good it. movie, but Devil know, was actually pretty good. Of... Like I, I, it was yeah. decent. I call it he good. Kind of went... It's a mix between good and decent. Yeah. So I mean. I think they're kind of saying, hey, you start making some decent movies, and maybe we'll think about getting the rest But if a franchise needs a reboot, like, that, that there, is that's, that's one we need to do. Like that, We just need a do-over. I, I, honestly, I don't think you can do it in a live action. I don't think you should attempt it. I don't think you should either. I think you should just leave it. Let, let Leave us with our good stuff. But, like, how, like, the, the amount of falling he did, because, like, he did, like, six cents and Unbreakable, and Signs. Like, all three of those were just incredible. I liked Signs. I don't care. And I think think, uh, the thing you'll notice is as you're naming those movies, they're getting kind of worse and worse. Yes. Like, like Sixth Sense is the top. Yes. But Unbreakable was good. It wasn't Sixth Sense, but it was still good. Then we got The Happening. Oh, Oh, no, The Tree. Gosh, The Happening was (laughs) awful. we're not trying to kill you. (laughs) (laughs) The happening whoever was. Can, I was whoever, so excited for that movie, and I was just so disappointed. In the water. Oh. That movie, though, to its credit, is a hilarious comedy. It is a funny, one of the funniest movies you will I, ever watch I, as a comedy. I a think movie, that's yeah, like that's, that's how we got the idea for the visit. I, I guess so. I just I don't understand because like, it's a horror I mean, comedy, and he, he he shot three versions of the film. One horror, one comedy, and then the hybrid, which came out in theaters. I've maybe, not even heard of this movie. Maybe the, he's like Sam Raimi, where he's just that's his thing. Like horror comedy is his. Then have thing. him not touch Spider Man, the third <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah. mm. uh, all right, let's let's move along. Speaking of remakes, we got what we wanted finally in the Final Fantasy VII remake. Uh, we saw gameplay Did footage. We? Well, it was a right, lot. Go, but... Keep, yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. gosh. We're going to get this antagonist. All right. Let's overreact because I have a feeling with Murph's reaction, it's going to be that, that way. Um, we got a lot of gameplay footage. In fact, like shot-for-shot remakes of the actual Final Fantasy game in and of itself. You have voiceover acting, which is weird because I'm not used to you know hearing a voice come out of cloud that's not from a Kingdom Hearts game and all that stuff. But... It looks incredible. I'm I'm excited about this, and it it's one of those reasons to get a PS4. Guys, what did you get? What did you? Wow, I can't speak because it it's blown my mind. What did you think of it? We'll start off with Murph's thing. So, did you have you heard the latest news where it's episodic? Correct, I have. I have not. So it's it's episodic, which okay. <laughs> You're gonna they're, if they're really gonna re- be redoing things, sure, go ahead. Mm-hmm. But uh, like, for me, like I've played this game. I've I've done everything that I've wanted to do with Final Fantasy VII. 
like I'm, it looks good, but I, I, like this game has been re-released what twice now already. Uh, it depends on what you mean by re-released. Okay, well, like, so it it was released on PlayStation, then it was released on PC, then it was released on PC again. Which recently. was the, which coincided with them re-releasing it on PS3 and all that jazz, right? Yeah, and so and then now we're we're getting another remake. And like, to be fair, I want to say that like Final Fantasy VII is a historically important game. Yes, uh, I do not. Let's see. Uh, I just don't. I don't, it, this this product isn't for me. And like I'm sure there are some people who like this is like this is what they wanted, uh, but for me, like I don't like I don't think this game is going to age very well, just in terms of mechanics. And I think that's fair. I mean, this is obviously running on the the Final Fantasy 15 system from looks. I don't know if you've watched Final Fantasy 15 gameplay trailer, but right. well, are they so no? I have so I have. Are they actually doing combat in the final? Fantasy 15 style? Correct. It looks almost identical to what they're really? doing. Okay, about. so I'm going to... I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to drop back my whatever then. Because if, if there's new gameplay mechanics, maybe, maybe I'm in. Because the, the thing I found interesting is they specifically said, hey, we are going to remake it, but at the same time, we are going to make it better. That was the whole idea here is we're going to make it better. Okay, so that's not just – see, I interpreted that as, oh, we're just going to make it look different or better. No, they, they said there's going to be changes. I mean okay. how much change is questionable, but I mean – you know, by the gameplay numbers, it looks like it's going to be pretty significant in terms of gameplay difference. It looks like Final Fantasy XV. They're yeah. using that engine, but like, mm. like you see, like in the open, <coughs> they they shot for shot remake the opening sequence and everything, and they have like all right. the dialogue, and it looks incredible, and it sounds yeah. okay as well. Like, of course, like voice acting, it could get better as like you know they work on stuff, but mm. if they since they're changing up the gameplay mechanics and doing all these changes to it, do you think? You can save Aerith in the end. Uh, it's going to be a microtransaction. Don't, don't you mean that you you already could save Aerith, right? I mean, you had to do get 100% and uh, pluck the chicken a million times and, you know. Oh, buddy. So I think, like, what is it? In the Japanese version, you can, but in the American version, you can't? No. No, no you can never. You can never save Aerith. You could never save her. <laughs> Oh, okay, because okay. I just remember, mm. I just remember hearing my friend Anthony like he told me about that, and he was just like, "Dude, I cried at the end of that," and it's like, "You don't cry for anything." Like he didn't cry during his children being born, but man, did he cry during the end of Final Fantasy VII? Well, mm. different experience, I guess. I, I guess. Uh, we'll we'll see, but I guess like maybe because I know the ending, I probably won't feel as emotional, but. You might, though. I mean, you might be more invested. You Maybe. Know what I mean, as you're playing through the game. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so I think yeah. I'd give it a whirl. Like, it, it looks yeah. interesting. It does. I, just like mm-hmm. Final Fantasy 15. I think Final Fantasy 15 looks really interesting, too. I'm not a huge Final Fantasy guy. This this yeah. is where they're going to get guys like me who are a little more into action adventure. Yeah. Right. Well, like the only see, one I played I'm, was I'm, ten, and I played a little bit of seven. 
Okay. I played oh. 13 and I hated it. So yeah, 13's really bad. Like yeah, yeah that's I've heard. In no way can I recommend 13. 20 hour tutorial. That's where I stopped. Is that oh. like, 13's the one that has like five different sequels, right? Yeah. 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 It's some of those sequels I've heard were pretty good. Um but well again. in terms of, just in terms of mechanics like so I I think that we hit peak Final Fantasy mechanics at, at like 10. And then I think it's just been a kind of a slow decline ever since. Didn't they try something new in 12? I think they, 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 try, they try something new every game. Yeah. Okay. But it, they went from, in 10 it was turn-based, and then in 12 it was like quasi-turn-based, and then in 13... You, I hated that system. That system you, made no it's, sense. It's so bad. Such a bad system. Isn't it like Transformers uh, as well or something? Like you can turn into a car? There was something no. like, there was like, it was kind of like a summon. You know okay. how they do summons where you're like you so I I don't remember it was a horse it, and there was a car and Shiva it was a motorcycle it was yeah yeah but like you could you didn't have control over your character you just kind of like said use use this plan and then the game would play the battle out for you using that plan and it was very dry and all the characters were very similar fighting styles and that <laughs> yeah. made it kind of anyways. Mm. Without getting too much more yeah. into it, is it I bad that like not care for the? Is it bad that like when you mentioned a horse, immediately what came into my mind was the Bill Clinton comment of, "If it wasn't for my horse, I wouldn't have gone to college." Wait, wasn't that Bill, a? No, that's not. That's, that's not uh, Bill Clinton. That wasn't Bill Clinton. Uh, that's, I know Lewis Black made Lewis, the joke, but Lewis Black. Well, it yeah. wasn't about Bill Clinton. Though. No, Bill Clinton said that though, and like Lewis Black like brought it up in a joke, I believe. No, no, it was about this woman he heard in a diner. Yeah, and then he she left, and he was like, "Oh my gosh!" And then he didn't think anything of it. And then hours later, he was like, "What?" <laughs> Look, I listened to a lot of Lewis Black in the in the aughts and nineties, so I know oh, the aughts. I hate that term. It's and what else are you gonna call it? The 2000s? I don't care. It's just a bad term. See, I like the aughts. That sounds awful. It's awful. I'm sorry. Um, anyway. Actually, I met Lewis Black in Melbourne once. and oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, he was really a really nice guy, but like, like he was very soft-spoken at the time. And at the time, like really? I was just starting to be a comedian. And I said, do you have any advice? And he goes, try, 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 fucking try, fucking try. And if it doesn't work, you keep trying again. And like he was like, I think it's because he was saving his voice because he had to do the show over at the King Center that next day. Right. But it was still cool to yeah, like that, meet that's him. Good advice. Yeah, it is. That's good advice. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, just keep on trying. It's like I can get that advice from Louis Black or on. Nike, one of those two. But um, all right. Keep on trying. Yeah. <laughs> try, try, try. <laughs> All right, we'll get into... Like that, that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> I kept on trying. Yeah. Um, we'll get into our final topic about Overwatch. But first, let's talk about games we've played. Murph, uh, I understand you just play, you're playing a game right now, and it is... It's called Xenoblade Chronicles X. Nice. And it is, it is the offline MMO. The offline uh, MMO. So it's Skyrim? No, it's it's very much like uh, WoW, vanilla WoW, if you will. So, like, imagine if you had like, there's like some con- concessions to like, oh, this is a this is a JRPG. 
Mm-hmm. Um, there are there are just anime ladies all over the place. They have big anime eyes. Right, uh, eyes. One of the <laughs> one of the characters is a thirteen year old mech genius. Uh, of course, so, of course. Do they have cat ears? Um, yep, there's cat ears. Uh, there's there's annoying little sidekicks. Like this is then the and I'm not trying to be whatever, but this game is very has Japanese considerations like throughout. Like there's mechs, there's monsters, there's really kind of cute, annoying thing. Tentacles. I don't understand. Yeah, no tentacles so far, thank God. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the the combat is very much vanilla WoW in that you have your auto attack, and if you just auto attack, you're going to lose. Uh, but you you know you have your special powers, and then they they combo. Like so, if you hit something, it knocks it down, and then that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's another skill that good, does more damage when you knock stuff down, and then also your party members are constantly applying like stat, you know, status effects as well. So you have to pay attention that way, and then positioning matters. Uh, but there's a lot of like grinding, and also a lot of kind of collect things, and you know, uh, very much running past. So there's like a there's like a level forty monster right next to my level ten monster, and you need to be able to run past that level forty monster and not aggro it. If you want to get to like the next area, which has where you actually want to be, okay, uh, I'm enjoying it so far. All right, story. I mean, I guess my question is because mm. one of the things I hate about Japanese games, and I'm and I'm going to be that guy. So okay. before we it. say that, I'm going to be that guy. Um, can you turn on Japanese dialogue instead of? English dialogue because a lot of times English voice acting in Japanese games is like partial, possibly yeah. the worst things hmm. ever. I, I haven't looked. I don't think you can. They haven't made it really prominent. Okay. The voice acting is pretty bad. That's why I'm wondering if there is an option to turn on like Japanese dialogue with subtitles. No, so yeah, subs, subs not dubs. That's right. That's, yeah. That's how we roll. But uh... <laughs> like... But the story is not the the most important part. Okay, like it's there. It's there. Like, would you be surprised if like the story is you crashed into an uh, an alien planet after Earth was destroyed? Other aliens are after you. Uh, like, it's it's not, generic. Yeah, it's like gotcha. ugh, there's robots. There's dinosaurs. I mean, oh, this is also like an incredibly pretty game. Um, Did you play the first are... Xenoblade Chronicles? No. Okay. Or any of the other ones. The sense of scale <laughs> is incredible. Uh, in that, like, so there's the little, like, human-sized monsters running around, but there's also the, like, the Jurassic Park brontosaurus oh, wow. like, size stuff, and it, they're, they are that big, and they're, like, just ignoring you and, like, you know, going down to get a drink of water, and you can, like, literally climb a cliff and be at, like, head level with the like just a oh, wow. giant mountain and you're just like oh there's there's that guy right there like there's his head it's 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 really like it does scale incredibly well that's All awesome right. that sounds fantastic and uh, if i can if i can just take another for a game that's not a video game but is a game i got to play pandemic legacy that is fantastic yes we we got about halfway through we played about 10 hours of it and if that'll tell you something about a board game. Yep. Um, for you who don't know, the legacy games are... So Pandemic is a game where you fight, like, disease, you're the CDC, you're fighting against the board. 
legacy is you have to like you put stickers on the board game so if like a city riots the next time you play a game that city is still rioting or you have to like rip up cards because like oh no this cure no longer works so rip 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 and there's like packages of like uh of like tokens that you like open after you've played so many games and there's like a there's like this ongoing story as well like i am I, the presentation is utterly fantastic all right it's a pretty fantastic game in general all right uh curtis uh right now i'm playing fallout 4 of course um <laughs> And I'm also playing a game called Dungeon of the Endless. This was a game, some of you might remember this as being a, f- a free game from one of the Steam weekends uh, quite a while ago. Probably about three to four months, maybe even longer. I yeah. can't exactly remember. Um, it was a game that you could try out over Steam weekend. Um, it was on sale during the latest Steam sale, and I bought it up because I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It is a cross between, the best way to describe it is, is it somewhere between... Um, a tower defense and a kind of a uh, group RPG, I guess you could okay. say. You can play it with multiple people. Um, I would suggest playing it with no more than another friend. I think you can play up to four. I don't think it's worth playing more than one with one other person. Mm-hmm. Um, just because things get out of hand, resources get so everywhere um the point of the game is basically your ship crash lands on this planet and you're trying to work your way through all the different levels and get out of the the ship it is really fun there's reasons to replay it there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on in it a lot of heroes to unlock a lot of really fun things to do in it um it has that kind of pixel kind of old pixel style to it Uh um yeah very retro very retro, but very fun, and it's only about twelve bucks. With all the DLC, I think it's like twenty, so it's okay. definitely worth a pickup. Um, do you think and I they, would like this? They do. I think you would like it. Um, it is. I think. I think you would enjoy it. It's one of those things that you pick up every once in a while. It's not something that you're going to progressively play for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. But once in a while, you'll be like, you know what? I have like twenty minutes. Let me sit down and play like a floor of this, okay. a floor or two of this. So. All right. They do. They do. All their games are like named endless, right? Because there's like Correct. endless space and uh, endless legend. That's that's their thing. Like they yeah. they add endless. It's their brand, so to speak. <laughs> all right, Chase. What are you playing? Thank you for asking. I like how I make like one one like rant and everybody just catches on. Um, oh, God. <coughs> man, I'm coughing like crazy. Um, I just beat Bioshock 2 last night, and so I was able to finally all right. beat all the Bioshocks, not including, all, you know, of course, System Shock or anything, but I was able to at least beat Bioshock 1 and 2. Um, I haven't tried the DLC yet for 2, Minerva's Den. Okay. Oh, that's um, fantastic. Well, it's by the people who did Gone Home. Is it really? <laughs> it is. <laughs> is it? Like, oh, no. Oh, my gosh. I don't know how I'm going to feel. Well, it's it's... It's not like it's gone home, so I'm not going to judge it just yet. Like it's still. I think, it is, I think it's Bioshock uh, Gone Home Edition. Actually, is how it's described. Is it really? I think I think there's some shooting in it, but like, yeah. I think okay, there's at least most, more action mostly, than there was in Gone Home. I think it's mostly praised for its environmental storytelling. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Like, if if I find out like you're making this up, Curtis, look that up for me, real quick. What is it? What is it? Minerva's Den. 
Minerva's Den. Yeah. Is it, are we asking who made it? Is that the? And add Gone Home in there because I think it'll 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 probably get a good hit on that Google search. Yeah. So while he's looking that up, what uh, what ending did you choose? I got Gone the home. good ending, where okay. I um you, you have points where of course you have to either you can either spare or harvest little sisters. I chose to save them because I'm a relatively decent person. Um. <laughs> I spared everybody, even though I shouldn't have. Like, there was probably, like, at least a good two people I could have killed because, like, one of them said, hey, please kill me, no matter what the other person, whatever this robot says. And the robot's like, don't kill me. It's like, all right, I'll take it. And so I spared everybody, also because I wanted the achievement. And I got the good ending. And I thought... (laughs) I thought as like as an ending, like it was good, but I think like the problem with Bioshock Two is that like you've played it, right, Murph? Uh, I've not played all of it, but I know enough about it. I feel like it's one of those that like it's a good game, but it wasn't really needed. Like mm. it's like also the main problem was that it kept crashing. Like for some reason. And this happened with a lot of people as well, where it would, the DirectX would cause it to crash and just go straight to desktop, and you have to start it up with DirectX 9, and you can't use any DirectX, so you you can't really like enjoy the environment. I thought it was like, I thought it was a good story. The combat was a lo- was unique. I liked that they added um, new enemies. Um, the filming instead of taking pictures was interesting. Uh, I haven't I never tried the multiplayer because I'm pretty much I'm five years too late on that. So yeah, whatever. <laughs> I got I'm I go the game like Bioshock, I'm not focused on the multiplayer as much as I am with the single player. I think it's a good game. It's I think it's out of the three, it's on the bottom. But that's also because Bioshock mm. one and Bioshock Infinite I thought were just incredible. And mm. I had with Bioshock One and Infinite, I had a sense of I don't want to put this down. With Bioshock uh, 2, I was more inclined to put it down. It's like, all right, I think this is a good spot. Well, I think the distinction between uh, Biosh- the one and like one and two are much are similar. If I guess if that's a good way to, yeah. to put it, like like there's a definite tonal shift in in it. like it, it feels like a different while being connected. It is definitely a different type of game. Yeah. So. I, I have some information. I, I'm trying to get to the bottom of it, but um, so look it, up Steve Gainer. Yes, but Steve Gainer didn't. I don't believe had anything to do with Minerva's Den. So I'm reading from Gainer or from the Fulbright Company's uh, Wikipedia. They put something in Gone Home that ties it to Minerva's well, he, Den, so, but it's not. So Steve Gainer was the lead designer of the single player, the game single player expansion Minerva's Den okay. in 2010. Um, also, looks like the 2D artist and one of the writers. Um, they left and formed the Fulbright Company, which their first game is, is gone, home. gone Home. Okay. Oh gosh. Hmm. All right, we'll see. I'm not going to judge it yet. I just didn't. I wasn't a fan of Gone Home, but that's okay. I'm not going to take that out on Minerva's Den just yet. Uh huh. So, <laughs> I'm speaking of which, Tacoma is coming out soon. So we'll see. I think we'll see if you like that one as 
or Tacoma is the sci-fi one. Yeah, you're on a you're on a kind of a spaceship, and you're it's kind of the same mechanics it as Gone like, Home. It does look a little more interesting to me. I I just have no interest in playing Gone Home. I understand it's fantastic and everything, wow. but Tacoma mm. is a little more. Well, excuse me. It is considered by many people to be excellent. I have heard from multiple people it is good. I've also heard bad things about it. Yes. Questions of whether it's a game, so on and so forth. But uh, um, that, that's that's a but, deep philosophical topic for another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's playable, so I consider it a game. But you know, whatever you want to. Like I look it. at it's it. Tacoma looks like my style. Sorry. Go ahead. I mean, like. If, if we want to have that debate real quick, which I have a feeling we won't, because it's going to be like the Bloodborne Witcher Three debate. It's like to say what's a game and what's not is a little bit subjective because, like, I kind of sure. look at it in the same way I'd look at an automatic level on Mario Maker. Like, I'm at least like, I'll say it's a game in that I'm at least able to move around in the environment. I'm able to control like what to do and whatnot. Like, and I consider that a game. I never played Dear Esther, so I can't say anything about that or mm-hmm. against that. So I'm I'm going to interject in that I don't think classifying things as games or not games is particularly even interesting. Yeah. Uh, like even so, like I'll you know what I I do think there are games, but let's say I can see the point. All right, it's not a game. Now what? Where? How are we? Nowhere. We're yeah, like the exact we've, same part. We're, yeah, we're yeah. the exact like okay. I'm like, the terrorist win. That's what happens. Yeah, I guess. Like what? Yeah, what do we? What do we do? <laughs> do we take it off. Steam it, it's or, yeah, like, like it's it's no. it it solves nothing, and so like right. What would happen? It won't not, be nominated for game of the year. Oh no, it's 2015, and that's already passed. So or, uh, or even like uh, like who? Yeah, yeah. It's not like the yeah. like. Somebody from what we say is called Fulbright. Guy, guys, is Night Trap a game? It's, I mean, it, it technically oh. is. Technically isn't. I don't know. But it's like oh, wait, it's not like honest, somebody from like a, Fulbright is going to EA and like they're going to EA and going, oh, I made a uh, Gone Home. That's not a game, right? Yeah. Or suddenly EA explodes. Yeah. Gosh, well, EA's getting a lot of flack as well for. EA's getting a lot they, of flack for Battlefront. They've killed games, guys. They've killed games. What? We're, we're getting a lot of flack? No, EA's getting a lot of flack from Battlefront. That's kind of what I've heard, is that mm-hmm. it's super short, and then you play for a while, and you're kind of like, eh. Yeah, that's, that's kind of... Yeah. I could have I told you that. Yeah, like, I mean, I could... I, looks really we good. said it in the beta. We said it when the beta came out. It's like, this is okay. Like, it's beautiful, but it's... There's no. Speaking of, did you guys? Did you see the the guy who put that one filter that makes the game run at like yes. five frames per second, but it looks like the movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. It, no. It, it's pretty bad, but at the same time, it's it's kind of mm-hmm. it's kind of cool. It's just it looks really good. Yeah. Like it looks like oh my god, there's there's an actual like ATAT and those like Luke Skywalker is fighting it. <laughs> Speaking of movies, I caught up on the Hunger Games finally. Like I never watched any of the Hunger Games. It wasn't that bad. Oof. Also, you I saw know, Creed. Creed was incredible. No, so, I've heard that one was good. You want to you want to hear something funny about the Hunger Games that I? All right, oh boy, here did? we go. 
Okay, Murph. So this I'll was pre. This is this was just when the uh, the movies were coming out, and I decided to do the uh, the rum games. Um, I and a couple of people still have this. I have since taken it off the internet. It's where I I had a bottle of rum, and I had the Hunger Games, and I was just all right. One of these is going to be finished. <laughs> The rum was finished. Uh, it, so I recorded myself my thoughts after each chapter. Uh, I'll have to share it at some point. It's uh, it gets it goes way downhill after chapter thirteen. Are you talking about the original Hugger and Games? Yeah, book? the first one. Yeah. Okay, I I have read the original one and I did not like it either. It, it, well, the thing my my thing is that this is not a book for me. This is a book for someone who is between the ages of like twelve and sixteen. Yeah. The only reason I watch it is because my girlfriend's like, oh, we should marathon the movies before we go watch Hunger Games uh, Mockingjay Part 2. And it's like, and uh, okay. Let, let's let's be completely honest here for a second, too, about those movies. Those movies are actually really well-shot movies. Yes. They are really well-shot movies. I don't particularly like the content of the movies, except for the third one I actually really enjoyed for some reason. I'm still not really sure why I really like that movie. Um, I think it's because it talks a lot about um, propaganda, and I think yeah. that's really interesting. But regardless, um, I just think those movies are really well shot, yeah. and they bring something to life really well. So, like the the yeah. last one, like it just gets so dark. And there, there's a clip in there. Like I'm not going to spoil it, but I like there's at least one scene where um, she meets the president in like a garden, and he has like a bunch of white roses, and he goes, "I like white." White is perfection. And I just wanted to make a joke so bad. Like, my girlfriend and I are laughing because we know we can immediately just make the joke. But then, like, everybody else in the theater is just going to think, like, why is he laughing at this? Oh, boy. I think if you started laughing, then everyone would have probably started laughing. I I think that was that someone – I think the the author was like, man, this metaphor is so deep. Yeah. (laughs) And (laughs) – And like, but it does get dark. It does get dark. And there's another scene that like, I don't. It, it's actually a spoiler, but like, it. I, I'm not. song I can say. But oh man, okay. like when the, the, I, I'll tell you guys after the show if you guys are actually interested. But I, all right. I want to watch it. So okay. Just, just talk, text me when you watch it, and then okay. or when you're done watching it. Okay. So final topic of the day: Blizzard has now come out and said that Overwatch. DLC will actually be coming out as free updates and not paid DLC. And, the only, and they're saying with the new characters and stuff, it will just come out as just a free update. So, guys, is this selling you a little bit more on Overwatch? Or Wait. what? Curtis, yes. are you having a seizure? Or are you actually really uh, excited no, about this? No, I, I am really excited about this. But um, we what they said is uh, character and map it will not be DLC. That's what they said. <laughs> we're still going to have skins, and that's going to be DLC, and we're going to have to pay for it. But, but who who called this? Us. Did you call this? No. Us, no, as really? a show. Did we really? Oh, jeez. Did we? Yes. Wow. We said that it's going to be. All right. We Go said, up. as a show, <laughs> we said I'm, it's probably going to be skins, I'm, but everything else will be free. Granted, I think we also said the game was going to be free, but we weren't really certain on that. But let's face right. it. We called That's, all of this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, wow. It's, like, it's I'm, so... I called it and I'm surprised. 
Oh, it's a smart man. move. It's a it is. Move. Yeah, it's 40 bucks for the game without all the extra crud that you can get. Mm-hmm. That's completely legitimate, in my opinion. Give me the game. You're going to release content over time. There's going to be new characters. There's going to be new you know, stuff. I pay for cosmetics. You know what? That's fine. I am totally okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm, like, I might actually try $40, like, yeah. That's like, worth the like, reason. But let, let's, right. like, and let's maybe, see the $20 extra. What do you get? You get all the characters. You get a card back. You get the tracer on Heroes of the Storm. You get an item for Diablo. What, am, what else am I missing? You get a player portrait for StarCraft. You get a... a did we already say what you said hero for? Heroes I said uh, Tracer right? and Heroes of the Storm, and then you get a pet for World of Warcraft. Like, and you get all I the characters might, you would, said. We said correct. You get yeah. all the characters, five skins. Like I might, I might pick this up for like used at GameStop for thirty dollars for like PS4. Like, yeah, why yeah. not? I mean, yeah, it's it's. It seems interesting. I'm interested. I'm I'm much more interested now that I know I'm not going to have to spend. X amount of dollars. Yeah. I mean, if the skin prices are reasonable, yeah, I'll buy some skins for, you know, give me five bucks skins. Yeah, I'll buy like ten of those. Like, isn't it crazy how, like, they've moved the goalpost guys? Like, the fact that they're the DLC, like, everything, like, the things that you pay for are in the game, and we're excited about it. Well, let's also, well, <laughs> let's hold on for a second. Yes. This is also a big FU to every company that has ever charged for maps or characters. Call of Duty. So, like, oh, I'm sorry. That, or I Evolve or, you right. know, how many other games have charged DLC prices for new characters and maps? And here's a company just saying, hey, you know what? You know that stuff you hate? We're not going to give it to you. Speaking you want some of skins? Evolve, cool. I think we called Evolve as well. We did call Evolve as being, well, mm. we're not going to get into that. Yeah. No, no, let's let's gloat for just a second because I don't get to, <laughs> to do it fair. often. We to were wrong fair, about the first I month. Beta. I played the beta, but we did call that it would pretty much be dead by the end of the year. Yeah. And, like, it fell hard. <laughs> like, oh, <sighs> good Lord. I mean... To be fair, the the big monsters that they had at like PAX and all the trade shows are really cool. Like the big giant ones, like yeah. the sculptures. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's not going to sell me a game. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the monsters was OP, and it was one of the ones that you got for pre-ordering. It was really OP, and it was ridiculously difficult. To <laughs> Speaking of competitive esports, have you guys heard of uh, a game called Armada? I have not. Maybe. The one that you run a battle cruiser. Yeah, that that was supposed to be coming out soon, wasn't it? Uh, Maybe I I don't know. I'm uh, dragging this way off of Overwatch. Yeah, I'm not sure. Are you sure it's called Armada? I kind maybe. Let me. I I know which one you're talking about, but it's from the guys who did uh, Grey Goo. Excuse me, because that might be easier. To... Yeah, I'm gonna see if I can find the. All right, I'm just gonna talk while we fill time. But yes, well, I'm excited well, for guys. Overwatch. It was. Yes. It looks incredible. Um, I remember. I, I might have already said this on the show. I remember when I was in LA at the Overkill party. That like one of the develop like this guy just randomly started talking to me at the bar and I'm like, oh, what do you do? And he goes, I'm a de- developer over at Blizzard. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Which game? Overwatch. <gasps> I'm so excited for that! And like immediately, I just looked so unprofessional. 
and it's like yeah, I don't anytime think that's really I professional. like professional. Look, like I I interviewed two members of my favorite band, and I kept my composure. I talked to just the <laughs> developer of Overwatch, <laughs> and I lost my mind for like a half second. <laughs> like that should put in comparison. Now I really hope that Rick Jacket or James Black are not listening right now, because I don't want them to think otherwise that I don't love them because I do and they're really nice people but it was just the fact that like I didn't like for a brief second I lost it mm-hmm. alright I, I don't think it's by Petroglyph yeah like, I'm trying to alright hold on I will find this thing basically there is this game where you fly giant battle cruisers in space and you shoot at each other it looks really cool kind of like Eve except for uh, you actually control the ship. I'm going to be mean. Um, <laughs> um, and to all you EVE players, I understand you fly the ship. It looks really pretty, etc., etc., etc. There was actually another multiplayer game I was going to talk about um, that just came out on PC, and I'm looking forward to it. I heard good things. Helldivers. Have you guys heard of oh, yeah. I've heard it's of it. It's, it's the people who made Magicka. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a kind of a space squadron game where you have four players and their friendly fire is always on. Uh. It mm. is top down, very Diablo style, but apparently, like when you complete a mission, you feel incredibly accomplished. <laughs> Did you guys get uh, Warhammer Vermintide or AKA Left 4 Dead? Rat no, Edition? Yeah, I, already, I already own Left 4 Dead. Yeah. Um, I've heard it is pretty good. I have not played it myself, though. Yeah. All right. I did. I watched the Giant Bomb quick look, and it it seems fine. All right. Yeah. Cool. I I am looking for other games at the moment, but yeah. You know. All righty. Cool beans. All right. That will be it for today's show. Thank you guys very much for watching. Whether you're watching us on YouTube, listening to us a podcast, or watching us live on Twitch.tv slash KBH Spike. Uh, thank you for making us a part of your day. Check out the Facebook page, facebook.com slash that new show show. You can follow me on Twitter at Chase Bunker. You can follow Murph on Twitter at Dork Night Show, which uh, new episodes come up every Monday. Uh, you can also follow our twi- the show's Twitter page at twitter.com slash that underscore game underscore show. Um, other than that, check out all the interviews that I've done on YouTube that as well, youtube.com slash that new show show. Uh, check out Murph's YouTube page with his friend Mike with Mike and Murph play. They just finished Sonic month and he actually liked a Sonic game, which is weird. I did. Um, I I don't know how to feel. Yeah, I know. Like, was it gone home Sonic edition? No, no, we actually answered that question. (laughs) Sonic finds like a chili dog and remembers like, ah, it's Sonic dreams. He died. It's Sonic Dreams. That's what it is. Oh, uh, we, we didn't uh, the Sonic Dreams. We should have. Oh, oh my! Please don't do something. I watched like I watched Game Grumps do that, and I was just like, "What am I watching?" I'm gonna. I need to. Uh, Mike hasn't played it, so I'm gonna spring it on him. At oh some point. gosh. Oh good lord. Okay. <laughs> Other than that, Curtis, I forget anything. I can't think of anything. Murph, did I forget anything? Can we make fun now. of Clegg real quick before he? Since he's not here to defend he, himself, he wears glasses. That should be enough. Starcraft sucks. Likes fancy things. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's really an insult towards Clay. Yeah. You would have to go a little more, mm. dig it a little bit deeper. We could uh, say something uh, like Nintendo sucks, and that should 
Actually pretty we we could. Yeah, or good like good enough. Alright, I'm about to go play some Xenoblade. Alright, cool. Thank you guys very much for watching. Uh for Curtis Coe and Murph Murphy, I'm Chase Bunker. Have a great rest of your week and we will talk to you guys next Night. time. And Night. have fun watching Star Wars, probably, if we don't talk to you then. Oh boy. Good boy.